Advent is a time of waiting and a season of preparing for Christmas. First Baptist Church of Athens, Georgia offers devotions prepared by our members to bring you daily inspiration during Advent. The devotion begins with the music of green sleeves, played on flutes by Sarah Delbane, followed by a reading from a daily carol, then a personal reflection on the question, What brings you hope this Advent and Christmas season? The carol reading today is verse 1 and 3 from O Little Town of Bethlehem, read by Matthew Baxley. The personal reflection is from Carol Reddish. town of Bethlehem, how still we see thee lie. Above thy deep and dreamless sleep, the silent stars go by. Yet in thy dark streets shineth the everlasting light. The hopes and fears of all the years are met in thee tonight. How silently, how silently, the wondrous gift is given. So God imparts to human hearts the blessings of his heaven. No ear may hear his coming. But in this world of sin, where meek souls will receive him still, the dear Christ enters in. For me, Christmas has always been a time with family celebrations. My husband and I are blessed to have grown up in homes where our parents, grandparents, aunts, uncles, and cousins are Christians and members of a church family. My immediate family actually began on Christmas Day. My parents were married at 10 o'clock on Christmas morning. Each Christmas morning, we would hurry to the living room to see what Santa had brought and exchange gifts with one another. Then we would have a special Christmas breakfast. But at 10 o'clock, Mother and Daddy would go to the living room and exchange anniversary gifts. My dad had always given my mother Chanel No. 5 for Christmas and a pretty pastel pinois set for her anniversary gift. She always reacted as if she was surprised. Christmas lunch and afternoon were shared with my dad's family. We spent every Christmas Eve with my mother's family. She had eight siblings, so the gathering was always large. Each family would come into my grandparents' home carrying covered dishes filled with their favorite Christmas foods. Aunt Agnes's coconut cake was my very favorite. After blessing the food and enjoying our Christmas feast, we would all gather in the family room, grandchildren sitting on the stairs, Granddaddy in his green leather chair, which I am sure still smells of cigar smoke. An uncle would read the Christmas story from Luke 2 and lead us in singing Christmas carols. Then, 
we were all entertained with a talent show presented by various cousins. When it was time to leave, grandmother and granddaddy would give each grandchild a brown paper bag filled with fruit and special Christmas candies. I knew they were special Christmas candies because Santa left the same candies in our stocking the next morning. Now, before you think, well, that was an idyllic way to spend Christmas Eve, let me tell you that I have always described my family as a highly functioning family unit made up of some very dysfunctional individuals. I am sure that as each family drove away from my grandparents' home, one person in the car would say, How did we get to be so normal? How did those other family members get to be so strange? So, why did the family work? Because each person knew that they belonged, and they were cared for and valued by other family members. Many times, we were even able to see and know if one member needed more care at a certain time. One of my most memorable Christmas Eve experiences was when I was eight months pregnant with our son. It was a time when I felt I could truly identify with Mary. In Luke 2, 19, it shares with us that Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. This was also the Christmas Eve when I had broken my foot, so I hobbled into my grandparents' home and found a seat and a chair in the corner of the room. As I sat in my chair, I began to think of my granddaddy. He had always seemed to sit on the edge of our family celebration. The longer I sat in my corner that evening, I realized that Granddaddy was not on the edge. He was fully present. He watched his family laugh, hug each other, share life events, cry with each other, share talents, sing carols, and pray. He did not have to flit from one small group to another to be present. As a dear friend of mine would say, he had the best seat in the house. I was reminded that God gave us the gift of his presence. Christianity is the only religion that has a personal God who came down to earth and sacrificed himself out of love. Jesus gives up hope because God cares. This always reminds me of the hymn titled, I Would Love to Tell You What I Think of Jesus. The refrain of that hymn is, No one ever cared for me like Jesus. There's no other friend so kind as he. No one else could take the sin and darkness from me. Oh, how much he cares for me. We know that God works through us to share the love of Jesus. I would ask that you consider, whom do you know who needs care from you this year? Consider spending time in that individual's presence so you are truly aware of their needs. Remember, their hope is renewed when they know someone cares. Please pray with me. Dear Father, thank you for your gift of Jesus. Shine your light into our world through us so that everyone can experience the hope of new life through him. Amen. 